was like something that we touched on like uh, last time. We was talking about just how you grew up, basically. Just that norm or that, or that rhetoric, whatever, like, oh, you a man, you gotta be a man, you gotta do it this way, whatever, like just that template, that, that age old template of what it means to be a man, whatever. Some of the stuff that stops us from going to therapy and then even the other things is probably like money. You're like, well, you know, when it comes to doctors, you know, they charge an arm in the league. You know, I can't really do all that, but therapy is, is way cheaper than people actually just believe it. You with your boys, y'all out here playing 2K, rolling dice, doing whatever you do. Yeah. And you ain't, and yeah, then all of a sudden you afraid to say, yo, bro, uh, I can't even do that because I went to therapy because you afraid what they gonna say. But there was a point in time where it was like, I don't need no therapy. I don't need that. I got me because I'm so smart. What's up, Mavis? It's your boy, Lavis. I'm a looking cute looking, lean looking, sexy. And it's Wednesday. You know what that means? I'm with the boys. It's Manke. And up top, top left, we got my boy, Unico. How you doing What's today, Unico? What's up, boy, Unico Williams, man? Pour your beer to the side, man. Don't don't just pour it all in there at once or you're going to give a whole bunch of suds. I'm just telling you. All right, and in the middle, top middle, we have Monre, aka Monte. How you doing today, my guy? What's up, your boy Monre, aka Mr. Drop the Mic, back in the building, ready to give y'all some more wisdom, some more knowledge, and some more of my opinions. And over there in the top right, we have the man of the hour, Tori. How you doing today, Tori? Yeah, I'm chilling, chilling. Welcome back, bro. Just got back here to advocate mental health this time around. So. I feel it. And Let to me check you right now. And to my right, we have Simple Desert himself. We have yeah. the Tuan Jackson. Yo, what's up, people? Uh, I don't have no cool intro like everybody else, but I got you like on the next two or three. I'm gonna have a good one though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Can I ask before we get started? What's 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 in the uh in the water bottle, man? Is that like is that hood Kool-Aid? Did you just shake it up? Is that some supplements? What's going on up in there? It's uh it's a little relief at the work. All right, I'm I'm with it. I missed it. All right, today we have a big show, men's mental health. Do you really need therapy? And a lot of men feel like they don't need therapy. They feel like therapy is a sign of weakness. Go back to last week. We talked about it a little bit. We touched on it. We touched on that men feel like therapy is a weakness, a sign of weakness. We don't need it. It's for the frail. You, and I remember in the early 2000s, I was coming up and you took therapy. Everybody like, what you need therapy for? Oh, you got the mental problems. You got you. You got them problems, huh? So all those negative stigmas happen. So I was it was Tori idea. So top right, Tori, tell us why do we need or don't need therapy? All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to keep this simple. Try not ramble. And we all know me, so that's probably not gonna happen. But the the thing about it is Nine out of ten, I feel like if you, add, if you have 
ask yourself, do I need therapy? The chances are you should give it a try because you'd be amazed at the amount of people who just thought just gave it a try or even if they were forced into it. I know people who had to go through courts were court-ordered therapists and then even after it was done, kept going because but whether you want to believe it or not, whether anyone wants to believe it or not, in my in my own personal life and life in general, I feel like therapy helps. And I'm not I'm not talking about you ain't gotta you ain't gotta go see I'm not talking about going to see a therapist every two, three times a week, anything like that, even once a week, even if you were to just see one monthly. But sometimes it's so so refreshing to get that opinion from someone who's completely and totally out of the mix all the way. Like they have no they have no standing in any situation in your life. And you can sit there and have a real conversation with that person and get real input. It's not it's not twisted in any way, shape, form, but with any sort of bias. It's a pure unfiltered opinion. They're gonna they'll tell you when you sound stupid. I mean, of course, they're probably not gonna say you sound stupid, but it's some really gonna keep it with as long as you keep it straight with them, because they can only a lot of people go into therapy hash up, and you wanna not tell the whole truth. They're all I'm not gonna tell them about this because that's not really their business. But how are you gonna go into therapy expecting it to help? You're not gonna be straight up. With your therapist, like, like with my therapist, too. You think my therapist don't know? Your boy be rolling up to get that, ready for choking out, be doing whatever, whatever proclivities I choose to partake, partake in during the week and weekend time, and other supplements I may or may not ingest. You, you can't, you gotta keep it real, and I, for them to keep it real with you, it ain't, it ain't no way it's gonna work any other way. And old people feel like they stop and give it a chance. Really give it a chance. And sometimes that's hard because not every therapist is a good therapist. You ain't going, you might have to, you have to find another one. You, it might take you time or two before you actually find a therapist that clicks. And like I said, even if it's just once a month or whatever, couple months, you'll be amazed at how much it helps having somebody that you can really, really talk to and get real legitimate feedback from. It's not tainted by bias in any shape or form. It, it's amazing. I, there are many times I look at my life where, I, where I've done some off-ball shit and then talked about it with my therapist. My therapist be like, you hear it back to you like that, and nothing like that's ridiculous and actually have to take the time to sit and look and think out what the outside perspective really is it, it can help so I, I, I advise anybody if you ever really 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 thought and I know a lot of people have whether they admit it or not we all have traumatic experiences but if you've ever really had that thought like maybe I maybe I need therapy give it that's all I'm saying I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not, I'm always gonna be advocate for therapy. So, so as Tori said, give it a, if you think that thought, if you think maybe you need it, Tori says, give it a try. I won't 
This time, let's go. Let's ask Unico. Unico. What do you think about therapy? Man, uh, this is what I think about therapy. Um, I, for for the longest part of my life, I felt like, man, you you smart. So you can just figure it out. You don't need nobody to help you out. You're smart. But, man, it just come a point in time where it's just some stuff that just holds you back from from being your your best self. And if you always putting that kind of pressure on yourself to, you know, to come up with the best idea and all that kind of stuff, then you're you going to fail because you are human at some point. You know what I'm saying? So me personally, there is this point in time. Don't worry about where I was at. Don't worry about where I was at. But I had to, but I had signed up to get some therapy. You know, I'm to talk to a psychiatrist or psychologist real quick. Some like a counselor, if you will. And it was, I was real sweet on y'all. And but she wasn't fooling with me like that. But she was. No, a so, you know, I had to go ahead and I, I talked to somebody about this. I said, it don't make no doggone sense because at the end of the day, she wasn't no good for me. I knew it in my head. I knew it. But but I talked to somebody and he said, Joe, let me ask you this here. You care about her so much, you keep trying to do the same thing, don't you? I'm like, yeah, man, I keep trying to do the same thing. And don't tell nobody that I went to uh, therapy by no girl. It wasn't just that. It just was, it just was brought up. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Extremely yeah. circumstances. I, I did. So, yeah. I, so, I, I, so, dude asked me, he said, Joe, if you bang your head on a brick wall, is anything going to change? I'm like, no. I mean, I guess my head will hurt a little bit more. He said, that's all that you're doing is hurting yourself. Stop banging your head against the brick wall. So you know now I'm the lover boy, a certified lover boy that I am today. <laughs> but that was a good, that was a good word from my man. That was a good word. But it all came from somebody with nobody that was at. Because you know back in the day, they, they at the church house they tell you, uh, uh, just pray on it, or you just need to pray, yeah. give it to God, all that kind of stuff. Man, you be giving stuff to God, and he'd be like, bro, I gave you a therapist, so you can go yeah. handle that yourself. So, um, so you know. With that being said, I believe that therapy is very important, but there was a point in time where it was like, I don't need no therapy. I don't need that. I got me because I'm so smart. But man, it's some stuff that you can't handle by yourself. And it's some stuff you can't even tell your cousins, you know what I'm saying? You can't tell your brothers and stuff, but yeah. you can tell somebody that has a very uh, neutral point of view and they can give you the best advice because they're not in your situation man i know me personally i give a lot of good relationship advice but man i know me personally i don't give myself very good relationship advice boy had me over there making a cake or something you know maybe she'll maybe she'll like a cake today you know what I'm and now all right y'all understanding now that by, 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 by my issues they come from females i don't know but I, you know we i haven't been to therapy enough to really pinpoint that but <laughs> but you know, a lot of the times that I've made mistakes is because, you know, holding on to something that maybe you ain't had no business holding on to, man. So somebody that has an outside opinion that don't know you from Adam and Eve, but you just tell them how dumb you been and they tell your ass how dumb you are. And then you just like, you know what? I need to hear how dumb I was. So, man, I, I'm a big advocate for therapy. I've, I've gone through it and, you know, I have gotten it to help me get through uh, some 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 very significant points in my life. So shout out to random white people that uh, can call you stupid. Yep. If we don't know nothing else, we know Joe Black. <laughs> That's what we do. That's yeah, what we do today. Every That's time we talk, black, black. 
And then we, we know Joe Black. That's what we know. Um, Twan, <laughs> I want to get, I want to know your thoughts. And then I'm going to go Monte, then I'm going to give my thoughts. And then we're going to have a group discussion. Um, my thoughts is like I personally agree uh, with the with the latter. Like you basically want to get out of your echo chamber, and then because if you just based based it on your own thoughts, try to be your own therapist, or even if you go to church or just like minded people, like you're gonna constantly hear the same thing and being that same like rap rap wheel whatever, and just get that same constant feedback and do the same thing. Which if you're trying to do the same thing and then look for a different outcome, that's di- literally the definition of insanity. And like, uh, and like Nico was saying, like, uh, pretty much, you know, if you do just have a strong faith, whatever, like, just the same way God put doctors and, and God put all these other professionals, whoever on earth, whatever, you can say that he put a therapist there for you to listen to because they're a trained professional to give you a different perspective on whatever it is that you're trying to figure it out. So that's that's my take on it. All right, Man Ray, what are your thoughts on therapy? on Wikipedia right now. <laughs> nah, I ain't on Wikipedia. I'm, I'm looking up a few different things. Um, now, nah, my thoughts on therapy is um, because I looked into therapy myself uh, probably earlier this year. And so the only thing I want to probably touch on is some of the probably some of the stigma that come with trying to think about therapy because yeah. I know a lot of times, us as men would like besides like you no know, throwing you no know, things. Okay, I'm good. I ain't got to worry about it. Uh, some of the stuff that stops us from going to therapy and then even the other things is probably like money. You're like, well, you know, when it comes to doctors, you know, they charge an arm in the league. And, you know, I can't really do all that. But therapy is is way cheaper than people actually just believe it is. Thank like, you. There, I'm, I'm glad you said there, that. There are um like you can actually go to some colleges and get therapy for free. Like you can get like some some therapy, yeah, like therapy they have free counseling that are amazing too. All, all kinds of different. Like you can get some there. Um, there's payment plans you can do for therapy. There's you can take therapy on like a a, a time by time basis. Like you can go at your I own pace and pay per visit. Maybe like. I think it's like 50 bucks, maybe a visit, something like that. For some of them, some of them you can go cheaper. You can email different therapists. You can talk to them beforehand, get their prices, get their understanding. You can sort of build a decent rapport with a therapist before you even go into the office for the first time. It's a lot of lot of things about therapy that people you know just assume. And then the other thing I say is like when you when you're trying to contemplate therapy, you do need to try to I say know yourself as best as you can, um, because a lot of times um, you'll get to the point of possibly needing therapy if you don't even realize how stressed or how depressed or how much you have on your head, on your mind. Because a lot of times, you know, us as men or even people will just go through the monotony of our day by day things. I'm go to work, come home, do this, do that. And you won't realize how stressed you are a lot of times to like you ain't nothing to fall out, or you got like splitting headaches, or you know, you about to blow up on somebody. Many, many things going on. You know, us me, we'll try to lie. I'm fine. Whatever, say this will blow off after a day or two, or you don't even realize what's going on in your life until you know it's to the point you ain't got no choice but to realize it. So a lot of times I say, you know, stop, realize what you're doing, realize you know what's going on in your life, what's going on in your head, and if you think you need therapy, don't be afraid to look into the aspects of it. There are ways you can. You know, email therapist, uh, see them out, like, you know, you get their vibe, you know, how they feel about your situation, uh, you know, 
go to some free courses. There's plenty of ways, not just the therapy of everybody just sitting down and having having somebody yeah, stand across the room. There's plenty of ways to explore therapy other than just the basic way that you think it is. So don't don't knock the idea of therapy before even like looking into it for real. That's what I say. That is all true. Monte giving you the knowledge. That broke ugly dude's knowledge right there, I tell you. What's the reason? But my thoughts on therapy. I encourage it. I actively encourage it. Have I ever sought it? No. I haven't had the need for it yet. I recommend it to my brother, who is a psychologist, by the way. So that's interesting. So, you know, oh, so that's... So yeah, all the people. Yeah, so so you know, I'm. I took, I take, I took help. I took a lot of psychology courses, so I know, I know all the information on how, what Twan was talking about the echo chambers, the the groups you will disagree with, those people who solidify your thoughts, and you are a lot of times people are afraid to disagree with their Step groups. They they're afraid to leave their bubbles. They're afraid to. Experience something new. You with your boys, y'all out here playing 2K, rolling dice, doing whatever you do. Yeah. And you ain't, and yeah, then all of a sudden you afraid to say, yo, bro, uh, I can't even do that because I went to therapy because you afraid of what they gonna say. <laughs> you afraid of that idea that someone knows, as we talked about last week, go watch that last week episode, that yeah. somebody might yeah. think that it's a weakness there. Like, oh, you seeing a shrink? You know, that's the one they say. You seeing the shrink, the head doctor? Yeah. You seeing the head doctor, and so yep. it must be something wrong with you. I love being like, yep, the head doctor go crazy up there. Yeah, so, out. yeah, so you see that, and you be afraid. So now you got in your mind that, oh, I'll be made fun of, which is the number one thing that I, I'm thinking about, I've been thinking about all day. That's like one of the top things men are afraid of. <laughs> I'm gonna be yeah, made fun of so. for something I did. I'm gonna be hey, made hey, 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 real quick. Uh, hey, T Rams, man, let uh, let my boy get his rocks off. Yeah, but you think about all these ideas where oh, I'm afraid, I'm scared, I'm I don't want people to judge me. I don't want to be judged. I want to. And I'm strong. I don't want to show weakness. Again, back to that weakness thing. That's a common thing, that pride, that ego, that that masculinity, that I don't need this because I don't need nobody making fun of me. And in truth, that goes to what, what, what we said last week or what I said. That it goes in that negative route. <laughs> Where when I need help, I'm afraid to ask for it. And that's just not from therapy. That's with everything in life. I am afraid to ask for help. I'm afraid, hey man, I need I really need gas money to get to work. This is Friday. I get my check today. But I'm afraid to ask somebody outside of like really close family because I don't want them to be like, oh, he broke. I don't want that chatter. I don't want that mm -hmm. discussion. I don't want that. I don't want that sense of weakness. I don't want nobody to say nothing about me. So that that, that concept of continually going through life, afraid of what others think of me. Because I am seen as the man. I'm that guy. I'm that person who's... I'm that dude everybody look up to. I'm, I'm that high school jock. You know what I mean? You that dude that everybody... Like, hey, I'm the man. I, like, I want to keep that image. 
that I'm this tough guy. I'm this dude that got it all together. And some of us, that's it too. I mean, this is the last thing we're going to go into discussion. And we're going to probably discuss this too. I'm that guy who got it all together. And I don't want no one to see that I don't. It's that social media, that IG model. I'm covering up my blemishes. <laughs> that's, 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 that's that man way of covering up their um, blemishes, Monte. <laughs> I got to put on this facade. I don't got weakness. I don't cry. I ain't never cried in my life. Oh, I ain't never did this. I ain't never did that. I, I cover up all my blemishes. I ain't never got I got it together. That thing I got planned, I got it, man. I got it. Half time, we don't never know. We we don't know where the next check coming from. We don't know what. We want to quit our job. It's, it's stress. I'm going through it, but I can't show nobody. I ain't, so, of course, why, if I can't do that, of course, I can't let you know I'm going to therapy. Or I can't go to therapy. Somebody might catch me going outside. You know, you know, you know, Zell was at that shrink. Oh, man, they ain't talked about me now. I ain't going to no shrink. So what what do y'all thought about that? Covering up your... That's like the... Basically, what I'm saying is, that's like the male makeup. The covering up of blemishes. May like, I answer? Yeah, you can yeah, go. You know, go. So, when it comes to that, so I'm always the happy-go-lucky, smiley guy, bruh. So, when I have my days... Like, where I ain't really, like, vibing with everybody like that. Boy, them people up to your job be ready to write you up and act like you got an attitude and all type of stuff. So that's where some of my stuff come in at. Like, y'all see me as I am today, but some days I'll be like, man, I don't want to go outside. I don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had them days. Yeah. And, but when I come to work now, it's like you, it's a discipline thing. They ready to take me in there. You got an attitude and the way that you're. Dang, just because I didn't say, have a room tune, great day today. <laughs> I said, all right, have a good rest of your day. Thank you. They be like, Joe, something's wrong with you. They be having trying to have their own therapy with me sometimes up to the job. You know what I'm saying? And some of my previous jobs, not the present one, of course. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, with that being said, man, um, also up to you because they lives be extra shitty all the time. Like, man, you ever met somebody yeah. Always something every day is something. Man, my, my grocery bag fell through the bottom. All my groceries fell through there. Dang, gone. You can't have one good day, but you got to hear about it all the time. And the day that you can't be that positive per person for them, or you can't be like, you know, you really don't feel like being bothered, you become a bad no problem. And so that's that's something that, in a sense, you know, as far as covering up blemishes, man, you got to smile when sometimes you just really don't want to. So um, how I feel about that, I think that you allow to have your days. And that's something that I've, I've gone ahead and given myself up to. I said, you know what? I can have a bad day and I'm going to have it. And um, if you need an explanation, I go ahead and throw it on Facebook. Rainy day. So just so you know, just be cool, man. And you don't know what I'm thinking about. You know what I'm saying? But it'd be some stuff, some things that take you to a place and you just don't want to be that person that people typically see. But you got to allow for people to have them days because uh. You have them. That's why I got to say. Hmm. Oh, that's going. Monte, you got something to say? I act up in there a little bit. I act up in there. Uh, a bit. I mean, come out like hiding the blemishes or nothing. I, I, I mean, I, I jump off with you know, say like, 
you are allowed to not be perfect and and not have a good day. Like everybody don't wake up on the right side of the bed and you know, feeling like okay, it's gonna be a wonderful day. Look, you are allowed to not have good days. You allowed to have skeletons in your closet because I mean everybody do. It's just in in the time and age we in now, especially with social media blowing up, everybody just looks like they living their best life. Everybody look like they you know balling. Everybody look like they making bread. Everybody look like they happy. Everybody putting on their best face and their best mask whenever they're seen by a lot of people. And I know that can make you feel like, dang, what I'm doing wrong? Like, it's not like, like everybody, like you cannot go by that, by what you see and just make take that as the truth. Like you are allowed to, you know, just not be feeling it. Like, you know, some people feel like, well, no, if they, if they doing good every day, if they got everything on their stuff, then I'm going to show that same face. No, you are allowed to just be like, and I ain't feeling it today, man. Or you are allowed to be like, hey, bro, like, I'm stressed or I'm I'm, I'm sad. Like, like, you are allowed to have those emotions. You are allowed to have that. Like, don't try to deny or suppress the emotions so much that you forget that they're there. Like, some people will be depressed, not even realize it. Like, they'll just, you know, they'll just be going. They'll just be moving months ago by, weeks ago by, and just you won't know because you won't realize you suppressed all that for so long. Some of it may even come from childhood. Like, you know, a lot of times, men, we're talking about be strong, you know, don't trust that many people, you know, don't show weakness, don't show emotion, you know, be that rock. I mean, Chin up. and it is eventually, I put it to like, a, I always use like a Coke bottle now, but like, if you keep shaking up a bottle of Coke, you don't never open it, you keep on shaking it, you keep shaking it, you keep shaking it, and you know, life's going to take you this way, going to take you that way. Eventually, somebody going to pop that little cork at the top of it and just one little twist, just spill out everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so... Sometimes you just gotta let a little bit, you know, open the top a little bit every so often, or let a little bit of that fizz out every so often. You allowed to have that, man. Don't don't act like you're not. Everybody's human. Everybody's allowed to have good and bad days. You allowed to live your life. So don't deny yourself that, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you become the Joker. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go to Twan next, and then Tori. Twan, what's your thoughts of the hiding blemishes, the therapy, the all that men, men's mental health. Uh, I feel like it was like something that we touched on like uh, last time. We was talking about just how you grew up, basically, just that norm or, or that rhetoric, whatever. Like, oh, you a man, you gotta be a man, you gotta do it this way, whatever. Like, just that template, that that age old template of what it means to be a man, whatever. And I think J. Cole said it best. Like, you're not a man till you stop chasing your friends. Like, and what he meant by that is, like, you just got to break off and do your own thing. And that's what I feel like the definition of being a man is basically carving your own path and walking your own steps, whatever, instead of just trying to follow up behind somebody else. Like, it's true. Like, you can have a path that's set for you and just kind of, like, admire that. Like, all right, cool. That's a guide or that's a template or whatever. But you can still make your own steps along the way. And uh, just a quick story, like, to break away from the norm is it, is weird. It's gonna feel funny. You might get laughed at and all type of stuff, but it's just something that you want to do different for yourself. I remember when I was 16, I got my first job flipping burgers. Uh, and out of all my friends at the time, I was the only one with a car and I was the only one with a job. Went to go pick up my paycheck with my best friend to this day, whatever, like he, he my brother, but at the time he clowned me. He was like, oh, what, you, what we doing here, you hungry? Like, nah, I'm about to pick up my check. And he should have laughed at me. Now, mind you, I was embarrassed. I'm 16 because I'm like, damn, I'm, everybody out here is like either slanging drugs or, you know, doing whatever, robbing people. I'm over here just flipping burks. But he laughing at me. Then 
I ain't had it. I thought about it like right then and there. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm working. He not. I'm with a car. He in my car in the passenger seat. And you just got to think about it like that. And yeah. I feel like as we get older, like we don't really stop and think about stuff like that. We're just like, damn, they laughing at me. I ain't going to do but And you just got to just step away from that and just look at a big picture, bigger picture, whatever. That's my take on it. That is true. Twine with the story. Tor, do you have a store? That's that we can play on YouTube. I don't tell people this. It's okay to not be okay. That's what a lot of people got to remember. It's okay to not be okay. You're going to have it. The, there's going to be times where it's bad. There's going to be times where it's good. But no one can tell you how to process those feelings. You are the one who are entitled to in this world is the right to deal with your feelings as you see fit. Now, the repercussion of the of the way you see fit to do so that that is on you and around those who choose to deal with you. But I'm I'm always gonna tell people that there's there's nothing wrong with having a bad day. Nothing wrong with not wanting to be bothered. Freaking, I've always, I've always been a very open book type of guy. That I thank my parents for that. My parents were always very straightforward with me. My parents weren't. I mean, of course, my my parents were were there for me, which is another big thing. You know, mother set my back forever, always will. Fucking, but I'm saying it's. Okay, there's gonna be there's gonna be days when you just don't want to be around people, and and okay, you can't let people that you can't let people feel you bad for feeling feelings. That's crazy. Think about how that sounds, and so many people do it. So you got you got to do your best to realize that it's it's okay not to be okay. Straight up. Agreed. That is true. I, 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 I can give you plenty of stories about not being okay, but like I said, we're trying, we trying to kick the ad revenue. We're trying to... I ain't trying to hear one of my running naked off the... Ain't, I got a million of them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they got three on GTA right. on a Wednesday. <laughs> I, 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 I done been that nigga get up in the park. They'll be like, hey, dog. You all right? Where your pants at? Oh damn! It's, it's been been there. <laughs> so, been, been, I've been to the bottom, kicked it, came back to the top, go back to the bottom, say what's up. Yeah, it's all it's all a cycle, and you got only you can break it. You can break it, or you can ride it, and the choice is always yours. Yeah, that is Great. true. Um, we at the 30 minute mic. If you don't mind, you've been here this long, hit that like, hit that subscribe button. We hit that, we about that mental health. If you on any of the Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, whatever podcast, hit that follow button. Look in the description. You see Simple Desert, you see Bro Ugly Dudes, you see Do You Hear Me, you see whatever Tori got on. We might put his 4chan link one day, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you into that, if you into that. <laughs> I don't know what you would do. Got the police photos from that pantsless night at the park, is but you gotta find. Yeah, I was say, shoot, oh. the wrong mugshot. <laughs> I, I feel like been doctor. Don't believe the hype. Okay.
that plastic is not really our prom- I promise. I promise. They Photoshop. They Photoshop. Yeah. But one thing I've noticed, I've heard, especially from Tuan Tuan said it, a lot of it's about how you was how you were raised. And yeah. a lot of older black people do not like the thought of therapy. At all. Yeah. Like it's like nope. I'm good. Whether it's God got me, <laughs> whether it's whether it's, it's that means there's something wrong with me, and I ain't nothing wrong with me. That mentality that people have, like I ain't got nothing wrong with me. Why would I go there? That means there's something wrong with you. Like, you know how they talk. Like I said, I was raised by older parents, so I know all that discussion. Um, and then even then, your parents feel like a slight to them if you have to go to therapy. Like, what did I do wrong? Why did you? Why do you gotta go to therapy? What did I do? That is it called something I did? It's probably your fault. It ain't me. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that. It's like that fear that oh, I did something wrong too. And when you like when you think about it. Yeah, it's like, oh, did I do something wrong that caused you this? And to be honest with you, I want people to understand it. Because I notice this is a lot with the younger generation. So I want to make sure I say this. Your parents aren't perfect. And when you realize that, when you realize that, you will let go of a lot of resentment. Parents are people, people. Get together. You will let go of a lot of resentment when you realize my parents are not perfect. And I see a lot of y'all right now putting pressure on yourself to be perfect for your kid. And you will probably need a therapist if you really want to do that. Because your kid is going to learn a lot of information that you didn't know. I always say this. My cousin shout out to him. I ain't going to say his name. But he told me I was mad at my daddy because I learned some information about what I believed in growing up. And then I asked him about it. And he told me he didn't know. And I said, why didn't you know? And I'm like, I said, I said, cuz. Your daddy, like I said, all my uncles from that age. So he didn't have good books. <laughs> like my mom and daddy was literally giving you hand-me-down books from white people who wrote their own history and told you stories about things. So they only had hand-me-down. Half the people then couldn't read. So I don't know how you, you're upset that your dad could read, but he, like right now my nephew was reading on like an eighth grade level in first grade and and some of your parents, our parents can't read sixth grade level. But understand that first graders can read better than your parents now. So how could they know information they don't know, but we'll hold them to that standard because not, our parents raised us, they gonna teach us right, right? Mm-hmm. No, they gonna teach you as well as they know. Or they won't and just do what they do in life and have all these different scenarios where they run away because, again, they're flawed. Yeah. And all that you can do is learn from them, from the flaws. I told this story on, uh, I'm going to let somebody else talk, but I told a story on one of my biggest things. So go to popular video. I told about Fed Meister. He's in the OT, he was in the OTK. My dad was an alcoholic. That story resonated. Again, so I could tell the story about that. You learn, like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be the gambler, the alcoholic. Even though when he got sober after he got cancer, you see how amazing a person he was. And they'd be like, oh, that flaw from going to war and seeing the dude he was with get killed made him an alcoholic. After you learn that story, when he sobered up, he didn't tell me that when he was 
after and after. But when you let her sober it up, and when I was 24, you're like, oh, I saw a bunch of people die, and I just started drinking in the army, bro. And then you realize, oh, humans are flawed. Your parents are flawed. Like, they go through things, too. He probably needed therapy after seeing yeah. his friend literally get blown up by a grenade, a grenade in the woods of Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> so you, we, we, and he I literally, yeah, so he, so he even told me, and the reason it came up was because a football player from Louisville broke his leg. I don't know if y'all remember that. And I'm like, oh, I ain't never seen nothing like that. He was like, have you ever seen somebody get blown, his leg get completely blown off and hit you? I'm like, no. I'm like, and then you you really you start understanding. So y'all thoughts on that? Y'all parents, the way you was raised, that hard belief, all this stuff. I'm gonna get Twin a little more time to talk if you got something. What? Um. Yeah. Um. You really do just gotta like let your parents or forgive your parents for for you know being parents. No, I mean forgive. I don't know. If you, you can cuss on this because YouTube, so I don't want to mess up your ad revenue. You can, you can just don't tell no wild story like Tori will, but I don't think you got that kind of wild story. Okay, well, shit hard out here, bro. Like, hey, like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just like just out here, just working, trying to keep a roof over your head, just and, and feed yourself and, and make sure you're healthy and, and and all that type of stuff. Like, bro, that's hard enough. Now you gotta deal with another little person. Like, bro, I'm pushing. I'm I'm thirty, right? So it's just like. I can only imagine like what my mom went through. Like my mom had me at 17. She was a kid with a kid. So at that point in time, her life stopped at that point in time. And she continued to be 17 and slowly progressed to 18, whatever. And she moved on. My mom was just now finally like starting to live her life when I got out of her crib, bro, at 18 when I went to college. So like I said, you got to like forgive and just understand like, you wouldn't know what to do if you were put in that situation. And even when you are put in a situation, you still don't know what to do because no kid come with a manual. Life itself don't come with a manual. You're still trying to figure this stuff out. And you just go by the best of your ability or what you're given at that point in time. So if you're given bad judgment or or I wouldn't say bad, but just not the most correct judgment or, or most correct like lifestyle, whatever, to live, then you're going to just fall down that path. And I, I, I speak on that when it came to uh, on my channel with uh, generational wealth. Like, my grandfather, for example, uh, my grandfather and my grandmother, they weren't the wealthiest, whatever. But, you know, we, we, was t we was knocking on the poorest a little bit. But but uh, he had this philosophy, like, you know, if you, if you owe somebody, like, you owe a bill collector, whatever, like, if you pay him a penny a day, they can't say you ain't paying them. That idea, like, that ideologically, like, uh, ah, can't even speak. That idea, whatever, whatever, that, that, that idea just kind of just, blew my mind like bro like how can you just say some shit like that because if somebody owed you and you they pay you a penny you know a day you gonna try to fight you ready to fight so it's just those things that you grew up with and transfers like go back to what we were saying about therapy or whatever because a lot of people especially in the black community we look at therapy we frown upon it like okay you can't just talk to jesus like you can't go to church can't pray away like why you need to Something wrong with you? That's, and then we look at it like, oh, that's for white people. And it's really not the case. That's for everybody. That is true. Monte. Monte is similar to me, so I really want to know his older parent. So I want to, because like I said, I, my mom had me at 40. So older parent, you learn different. They don't know. They, they know a lot of experience-wise, but they don't know as much education-wise. So it's kind of a different. 
Boy, oh yeah, I definitely got old parents. My dad, he was older than 40 when I got here. So, like, they know a lot experience-wise, but we didn't really have that kind of relationship of, like, talking about it a lot. Because my dad, oh, he had some issues and stuff as well. So, uh, the thing I say when it comes to parents, like, yeah, learn from your parents' mistakes, but don't don't focus so much on their mistakes. Like, if you keep wrapping your head around what your parents did wrong, you know, that you'll keep that subconsciously in your mind and it won't let you like grow from the experiences that they went through. You'll just be so focused on the negative that you won't actually take away any positive from them raising you. So don't focus so much on the negative aspects that your parents all did. And then the other thing I would say when it comes back to therapy, like I'm gonna sound like you know a proper person, I understand this. Drugs is not a replacement for therapy. Please not at all. Like, but they can work in Include like I, including everybody's favorite drug, which I ain't even got to say. It is not a replacement for therapy because a lot of times people just use drugs as a way to escape the reality that they're in. But it doesn't change anything about what you're going through. It also don't help you. All it is just it's an escape. It's pretty much what I say. It's a temporary escape, especially when you're using it excessively. Now, if you're doing it no recreationally for a little bit, hey, I understand. I'm with you. I promise you. But for those of us or those that you know may not be doing that for recreation, that just want to escape. And, you know, just let me just hit this. Let me just get a little shot of this. Let me just keep doing this much. It is not a replacement for therapy. It's not making you better. All it is is just giving you a mental escape for, you know, how much time you're trying to be on it. And then afterwards, you come right back down to earth. So do not use that. And I know a lot of times our parents, a lot of the habits we got from, we got from them. Family drinking. Some parents drink. Smoking. Parents smoke a lot. So, you know, if you see it a lot of times, though, know, as a kid, you sponging that stuff up anyway. You know, you ain't nothing but an open sponge and an open book ready to get written on when you're a child anyway. So, a lot of times when you come to your childhood, sort of, like, compartmentalize your childhood. Like, realize your childhood for what it was. If it was good, you know, it was good. If it was bad, realize it was bad. Or if it was a struggle, realize it was a struggle. And, like, learn from that. Don't just... Don't just focus so much on it, but like grow from the things that you came from as a child. Like, you know, use them to your advantage. A lot of us, if we grew up in the hood, I'm pretty sure a bunch of us have seen some things, heard some things, maybe even did some things we ain't proud of. Or we, you know, we, we want to forget it. We just put in that little folder in our head that we don't open up, you know, unless we get triggered or something. I understand that. We all go through them kind of things. But we can also say the hood taught us a, a good, good number of things that'll get you through life. It, you know, teach you about the streets, teach you about how to handle certain things, how to deal with certain situations. I'm pretty sure there are things you could take from the hood life, even though it might have been a struggle. It's some stuff that you learn from that. So don't focus so much on the negative aspects of your parents and your life growing up. Learn from them. Realize that they're there. Understand them. But also take you know, take some positive from it and learn from it and grow from those things. That's what I say. That is true. Learning, educating yourself, finding things, taking the good and learning from the bad is great advice. Um, Tor, we going to get last one. Take the chicken, leave the bone. That's one. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's the one. Right. That's the one right there. Take the oh, chicken, leave the bone. That's the one right there. Take the chicken, leave the bone. That's the one right there. I came, my, my parents are, my parents are both in their 60s, so my mom was in her 30s, and she had me, so she was a lot older and past that, so 
and like I said, I give a lot of credit to my parents for keeping stuff real straightforward with me. You know what I mean? They, they there weren't any delusions of grandeur. There wasn't any. It was this. This is what it is. This is what's going on. This is how it's gonna go. This is what you gotta do if you think you're gonna make it through. And to a certain extent, I wouldn't probably wouldn't have survived without that. But like I said, where they came from, they came from that older generation of that. I, I tell people all the time, my, my mom, my mom was born a year after they ended segregation. You know what I mean? Same with my dad a year before. So it's different. It's, it's, a, it's a completely different time, completely different understanding of the world at large. So. I also think it was a good thing to have that older that older perspective going into life because it made a lot of stuff that might have been harder easier. So even even the bad times, they prepared me for stuff to deal with later in life that I would have dealt with way worse if I hadn't already. So I I always think people need the good or bad got to you got to find a way to use the way you were raised. There's a way to do it, whether it's good or bad, whether it's motivation or inspiration. There's a way. That is true. Find the good and the bad. As Torah say, my mom graduated the year before the integration, so that's very interesting. Yeah. She's turning seventy in February, so shout out to her. Shout out to See, mom. My mom turned sixty-two in March. Yeah, my mom. Hey. Yeah, my mom turned seventy in February. So, by the way, Sunday, this past Sunday was my would have been my mom and dad's fiftieth anniversary. If my dad didn't pass, so let's what? shout out to them. That was a long time. Yeah, so, somebody. Yeah, so they they made it forty-eight years before he passed. But now it would have been 50. So shout out to them. That's a big number. Uh, unfortunately, Pops didn't make it to only 48 of them. But what is it? Yeah, so he, he made it to his 70s and we had a good time. Unico, your thoughts on the family dynamic. And then we're just going to close it with closing thoughts and introduction. So any closing, we're going to, I'm going to point out somebody. We're going to do, you shout yourself out. Last thoughts on. Therapy, men's mental health, and everything. But this section is to Unico and his thoughts on parents and that kind of audit. So, so, so my grandparents raised me, and they got, in a sense, lucky. If they had to just raise a kid, it was me because I was pretty self sufficient. It was like I'm smart already. They ain't got to help me with no book learning. They ain't got to help me with sports or nothing. I was self-sufficient in that way. They knew what a report card was, and that's all they needed to know was the A's on there. That's all they needed to know. So I wasn't somebody that they needed to take to tutoring. I, I wasn't an extra child, and they bought me a Sega Genesis, and every game system that came out and said, man, handle this in your free time. I'm trying to really enjoy my retirement at some point. Uh, we going back home. We going back to the South, so come on with us. You can come with us. Uh, yeah, we buy some fireworks. So, you know, I, I gave them, if they had to take in a kid, I made it pretty easy for them for the most part. But with me being smart, I had to figure out what the hell is going on with my parents. Now, I didn't have to, but that was some that was something that that I chose to dwell on. And so my grandparents had to deal with some of those episodes of that where I was trying to figure out what's what's 
they like me. Why don't y'all? And so that was something I was dealing with. And then that kind of uh, sways over into uh, into your social life sometimes. And so you should get to thinking like, man, you know, you think about your parents and how they supposed to be, uh, you know, they supposed to always be super duper loving and always all about you and that. And like my parents wasn't like one was on doing a child support. And then the other one was my grandparents actually bought my mom a crib around the corner from their house just to make sure I could have access to her when I wanted to. Them was the kind of grandparents that they were to me. And shout out to General Motors. They helped a lot of things come true for me. But um, with that being said. I still found myself thinking, like, how can I be good enough for them to step up to the plate and be like, yo, I got to be a parent to this person. But I can't take too much out on them because whatever it is, it had to be traumatic. It was the 80s, um, late 80s. And uh, I was born in 88. So they were super duper influenced by, you know, Rick James. My girl likes to party all the time. You know how the 80s was when they say mm-hmm. the they showed out. So uh, my, my parents definitely became victims of that era in a sense. But I got to think about it. Yo, there's a, there's a video out, like somewhere, but like you know, your daddy used to call him, him call himself the Henny God. That's out there, so I can't necessarily, you know what I'm saying. I can't be too hard on them. See, my luckily my my parents didn't have social media and, and all that stuff to uh yeah. to you know to show what they was doing because I feel like the '80s was a wild ass place. Y'all seen that wrestling movie where they were showing out on that plane? Yeah, it was crazy. So with that being said, you know, there's some things that I do I'm not necessarily proud of. And there was there was some trauma that I was running through. So the thing is, I think even even parents are humans. And like like you all were saying is that people is always still trying to learn. They're all they're, we're all growing. Um, I just I just know at some point I will, my child, my children, they're going to say, did they used to call you the Henny God and why? So it's all good. <laughs> And I'm gonna be like, like, like Tori said. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and be straightforward with him and say, man, y'all used to get off that henny because I had a, I had a tongue slicker than oil, boy. Think about the conversations I have to have, yo. Man, I mean, they can literally be like, "Is this you?" And I'm like, "Damn, yeah. it is." You. I was gonna say they're gonna be like, "Homecoming, like, homecoming." <laughs> I think were you really streaking down the four-year? Well, say, yeah. I say, damn, do you remember that? Used to be your stepmama. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Dad, was this was this you doing rails in the left room? Okay. It was a different time. That would not have been me, but. <laughs> well, we. See, I told you we had different stories to tell. <laughs> but I'm going to keep it all the way real. I'm be like, listen, been, been there, done that four, five, six times. We didn't get no shirts. We spent all our money before we got there. So experience and listen. So shout out to Tori and his adventures that we're going to learn more about each week. <laughs> so, but first, so we're going to give our closing remarks on this podcast. It's been amazing. Um, this is the... This is the man cave. So... We're going to start with Unico since he's here all the time. Unico, man, tell us, man, what you got, man? Tell us what you got. I just want to say, man, therapy is important. If you feel like you need it, you probably do. Y'all know the deal. Do you hear me with Unico Williams? And your boy been trying to stream, man, but the way I got to set it up, it just takes so long to do it. Then you don't be feeling it. But that's when you got to dig deep and plug that bitch up into the next room like you're supposed to. Yeah. Okay, Tori. 
Yeah. Hey, I love your transitions where you be like, man, I already know. Yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. go to America. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, y'all, I love the transition. I'm just saying, I love it. <laughs> By the way, to everybody know, uh, this is Man Cave. I don't know why I have backseat gaming on that, but hey, ignore that. <laughs> man, is that going to be on the show? Hey, don't I'm, worry I'm, about I'm, it right now. It, hey, it's a different I'm, feel. I'm, for every show. It's, it's okay <laughs> not be okay. So, <laughs> I'm going to cover it up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hey, don't even, hey, no, I'm bumping, Sean. Oh, yeah, hey, hey, just like you messed with that girl stuff the other day. They said is why that girl was introducing herself. That was the funniest <laughs> shit ever. Did y'all see that? That boy was sitting with them stairs up there. She's, uh, well, uh, my name is, and this is what I like to do. And that, that boy had it on a uh, filter, uh, uh, <laughs> setting, bandwidth. I was like, boy, you mess with them stairs in front of everybody. Hey, bro, listen. <laughs> I want to get it. It's wild out here, bro. <laughs> I'm just playing. You're I'm getting it right. Just fucking with you. Hey, Tori, what about you? Uh, we close our remarks. What we got? Oh, it's okay to not be okay. Remember that shit. The therapist said, if you even think that you need a therapist, give it a try. Go out there or, or try to counsel. There's many, many different free options. Give it a try. Um, but also, don't be afraid to live life. If you're going to do some crazy shit, do some crazy shit. Just the crazy shit happens and crazy shit. Believe me. I promise. And follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Afro coming. What is it? Afro coming what? Afro coming. A-R-O-K-A-M-I-765. And we got today Monterey. on on tap. Monterey. Uh representative from the Bro Ugly Dudes uh TV again. Uh well, my closing remarks are simple. Don't nobody gotta know you going to therapy. It's that simple. I'm pretty sure everybody is slick enough to do whatever they want to do without nobody knowing. You can easily go take some therapy class, you know, some therapy for no nobody gotta know nothing. Just say you without door dashing or something, man. It's plenty of excuses you can give people if you really gotta hide it. But ain't nobody gotta know you're going to therapy. If you need to go, just go. Ain't nobody got no nothing. Also, come catch your boy on Broke Look at Dudes podcast and all the social media platforms. The links will be in the description below. All right. Five last, but certainly not least, Mr. Simple Does It. Mr. I Got What You Need. <laughs> Yo, I'm just going to start listing up your names. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> all the songs. That's it. I got what you need. What I was doing when y'all was talking, whatever this whole time, I was just looking like, dang, how much stuff I got? I got stuff dating back to 2012. I was just like, oh, I just, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, you can catch me on uh, all social media platforms. I be Twan, I B T O I N E. Uh, on your streaming services for music, just Twan Jackson, T O I N E, Dan Jackson. Uh, feel free to listen to it. It's gonna be in the link in the description below. Uh, check that out, folks. Yeah. But uh, my closing remarks on this, I feel like, uh, just to piggyback off Monte, I feel like you should just get rid of the stigma. And me personally, I feel like us as people, especially in the black community, just uh, instead of just focusing on breaking uh, tangible generational curses, like, oh, I'm going to be the first to get a house. I'm going to be the first to graduate, get a piece of paper. I'm going to be the first to, you know, get this Mercedes Benz. I think we need to speak on more than tangibles. Like, be the first to have an open-minded platform, whatever, to speak about things that you're going through 
intellectually and emotionally and all that type of stuff. And then not only do that for yourself, but do that for your kids and make sure they have that, uh, I guess, freedom to express themselves as well. So that's my take on it. That is true. We talking about man cave. Next week, we do have the dating in 2021 episode. So I know these two been a little heavy, so we're going to give y'all a little bit of, we're going to give y'all two weeks of a little bit of fun. You know what I mean? Because we done had this heavy episode about this week, mental health last week, um, and all this stuff. So we're going to give it a little fun. We're going to do it on all the shows. So be here for that. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Hit that follow button and everything. Because these been heavy, bro. Therapy and um masculinity. It's some triggering type, but next week is fun. We're back to the fun for a few weeks, and then we get well. Oh, it's time to call some hickey. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to be Don't be afraid. It's okay. We're going to be waking up for violence next week. You're going to want to come here. I told you when he said he'd been on that Drake two weeks ago. It's <laughs> going to be smoke. I'm sorry. What I miss? <laughs> Uh, oh. next, next week, oh. yeah, we're talking about next week is dating in 2021. So that's the podcast that's something right. this week. Man Ray came on here. Don't be afraid to take down your local only on the, fans. On the, uh, on the hip hop. Not gonna stay forever. Man Ray came on here on the hip hop episode and he said, Yeah, I've been listening to Drake for the last couple. He wasn't even talking about CLB, he was talking about the catalog. Are gone. Drake with the uh Drake walking in the leaves. He he was talking about all oh, that. So. <laughs> He's geared up for this episode. Yeah. And tomorrow we are we are doing just a fan. This episode is gonna be completely on anime. It's anime week. So and then next week is music. So two weeks. Uh so we're gonna be on that every Thursday. So be here tomorrow if you liked it. Again, hit the like and subscribe button. We were in the same cloak and we filmed them the same night. Leave us alone. Peace. <laughs>